0: They thought they, they thought they were being blessed. They said, Dad, you're unchanged. <laughs> you know, they thought it was wonderful. But I didn't. That's what we had to do at that time. I remember those days, Little Caesars Pizza, $5 pizza. But today is a different day. It's a wonderful day. We continue to give. We continue to tithe. And now today is a different day. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. The Lord has opened his grace basket because of the faith of tithing. Last um, week was my wife's birthday. Raise your hand, Ebon. That's my wife right there. I love her with all my heart. You know, she loved me when she, she married me when I, I wouldn't have married me I wouldn't have. I, I thank the Lord for it, but, and I said, I, I read, Lord, I said, Lord, I want to do something special for her birthday. And I thought, to take her out of town for three days. I just said it, pull the trigger on it. You understand why, when you say you, you're trying to make a decision whether to do something, somebody, just pull the trigger on it, pull the trigger. I went to one of my friends at worked and I knew that they had timeshare, I said, uh, cause they had, they had told me, they said, Brother Cleve, uh, uh, they, they don't call me brother. <laughs> that was my church lingo. But uh, what they said was, they said anytime you going out of town, you know, we got timeshare, you wanna use it, you can use it and you pay a, pay a minimal amount, nowhere near what you would pay for three days away. I said, go ahead and book me three days. I told them the days, I, and before I could get home good, that was sending me days to pick from. Well, I picked those days, one of them included, her birthday, and, and uh, that far, this, is, this is weeks before we went. Following Sunday, somebody put something in my hand and said, uh, just cause you're a blessing, I just want you to have this. Well, it paid for the room, I mean the whole time. It paid for the whole time. I'm talking about what giving does. You cannot, you can't beat him giving. The next Sunday, I'm working with the young guys getting the flags in like we always do. I'm coming back in and man, stop me. And I'm gonna tell you, I know his name now, but when he said, I'm trying to remember his name. He put over $100 in my hand. He don't know me that well. It was over $120, it was over $130, it was over $140. Yes, sir. He just stuck it in my hands. I, I, he said, I know you're a giver. He said, put this in here, I want you to learn. This is what he said. If you're like me, you've got to learn how to receive. Amen. I said, you got that right, but I will take that, thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and before I could look, Before I got back in the building, I'm right out here. Before I got back in the building, the the Holy Spirit said, give so-and-so some of that. And I reached, I went in there and I I had no problem. Cause see, I've learned over these years that anytime you pinch something off for somebody else, God's gonna pinch something. I know y'all don't know what pinch is. You pinch, (laughs) you pinch, you pinch something off for somebody else I, and I, I took it out and I turned around and that person was walking through the door. I knew it was the Lord. I put it in their hands and, I, you know, and, and so before, before I could even get back in here to get Yvonne, I, I tried to, to sow, more than tithe, I sold some of it away. Praise God. Well, somebody knew it was Yvonne's birthday and they gave her an envelope. Got home. And it was double what I had given somebody else. Oh, we went down to Myrtle Beach like big money. You know, <laughs> we went down to Myrtle Beach. I'm going to tell you something. We were going to, have to be there three days. Guys, we were into our second day before we ever stopped pinching off of our own money. Two days. We eight in a room, not, not a room, it was a suite, wasn't it? You know what sweet it is. It's like a small apartment, nice. Go out on the balcony and you see the water. The water. Okay, I'm like, look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm being silly. I'm being silly. But what I'm trying to say is, man, we were in, in and even while we were there, we were shopping, we say we're gonna get this for so-and-so. And we're gonna get this for so-and-so. And we're gonna get this for so-and-so. So, you sow, you reap. You reap. You sow. You sow. You reap. You reap. You sow. You understand? Praise God. When you lend, you lend to God. When you give to, to somebody who needs it, you lend to that's what the Bible says. You lend to God. If you're not a giver, you're missing out. Learn how to be. We're learning. We're learning. We want to give more and more. More and more. If you don't have money, give time. Give something, give something. Don't be strangers. <laughs> Somebody tell me what strangers mean. But uh, come on, let's get into the message. You know, uh, I have forty minutes. I have. Oh Lord, I know what Pastor Ty got. Eight pages of notes. I won't get to them all. But I just want to share, when Pastor said, here, I want you to stand in for me. I, I didn't have to go look for a message. I knew what God had been talking to me, not for you, but for me. He had been talking to me about some, uh, some things for me. <clears throat> he had been talking about a changed mind. And the title of my message today, and I'm sorry, Lewis, I'm not techno savvy like uh, uh, Pastor Miller, so you won't find me on the Bible app. I, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're, you're going to have to follow along with your B I B L E. I hope you got one. If you don't, you can borrow mine. My phone is right there and uh, you, can, you can use it. But you're, you're going to have to follow along with, uh, with me. All right? Is that all right? Praise God. But he, he had been talking about, uh, to me about a changed mind. The, the title is A Changed Mind The Gateway to a Beautiful Life. A changed mind. The gateway to a beautiful life. You know, there are a lot of idols in the world. You know, men idolize their cars, they we idolize our homes, idolize our wives or husbands, we idolize our jobs, our businesses, we idolize all these things. You know what I mean when I think there are a lot of idols in the world that people idol, they they put above God. You know what I'm talking about? But there's one idol that stands out more than all the rest. The idol of my opinion. The idol of what I think. You know, the, the idol of what my culture says what my people, what my mama has always said, what my daddy has always said. These they, Look, if you want to ever get on somebody's bad side, tell them they wrong about what they've been thinking for the last 20, 30, 40, 50, 50 years. Praise God. Tell them you're, look, it don't matter what the Bible says. It don't matter. Turn to you for our first scripture is Matthew 7, 13. The biggest idol, I believe, are man's own opinion and his own reasoning, his ideas, his belief system. Those high things that he exalt against the knowledge of God. Matthew 7:13. Making the word of what? non effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye. I wanna say it through, uh, again, through the, uh, uh, Mark 7:13, 13, through the, the NASB, New American Standard, thus invalidating the word, invalidating the word of God by your traditions, which you have handed down, and you do many things such as that. He's talking to the Pharisees here, but he might as well have been talking to us, and he was talking to us too. Um, I looked up tradition. I, you know, you Google it. I Google the word tradition. It is the handing down of statements, beliefs, legends, customs, information, etc., from generation to generation, especially by word of mouth or by practice. Something handed down, a long-established or inherited uh, or inherited way of thinking or acting, a continuing pattern of cultural ideas and practices. That's what a tradition is. Then I got my Webster 1828 uh, Dictionary. I know all y'all got one, right? All y'all got a Webster 1828? Wow. Oh, I just got one. (laughs) I didn't always have it. I got it out of Google. I didn't didn't go buy (laughs) it. Well, what I'm trying to say is this: the Webster 1828 dictionary it gives uh, it gives not just definition. Back then, he gave de- uh, definitions, but they were all scriptural based. But this is what de- this is what Webster said. 1828 tradition: the word means "trado." The Latin word means "trado," and it means to deliver, I mean, to deliver like a package, to deliver delivery the act of delivering into the hands of another the delivery of opinions doctrines practices rights customs from father to son i'm sorry from from father to son and from ancestors to posterity the transmission of any opinions or practice from forefathers to descendants by oral communication without written memorials thus Children derive their vernacular language chiefly from tradition. Most of our early notions are received by traditions from our families. So traditions are what we think. It's what we think all the time. It's what we think that, 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 that uh, determines how we act. And most of us don't question our traditions. We just do it. Because we've been taught to do it and we don't even know if it's against God or not. We don't check to see. We think certain ways. We act certain ways. Praise God. And many of our traditions make the word of God of non-effect. Yes, I like what the man of God that was just standing up here said about tithing. I like what he said about God not being poor. Do you know the word of God says the blessing? Wait a say? The blessing of the Lord, it what? It it Where did we ever get the idea that we're supposed to be poor? Yeah. Where did we ever get that idea? We got it from religion? Yes. Tradition. Yes, sir. It came, it came from tradition. Yes, sir. And then when you see one of your brothers, Becoming rich. Oh. Oh. Be careful, brother. You won't get away from God. That money is gonna drag you away from God. No, no, no. If he got it God's way, he's supposed to have it. I hope he gets lots of it. Because I'm gonna tell you you can't help people without money. You can't do nothing for others without finances. Praise God, that's not my message. I didn't got I'm chasing. But, but, but what I'm saying, our traditions, oh, my family gets sick this time every, that ain't what God's word says. That ain't what, the, you, 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 know, you know, it runs in my family. That ain't what God say. You know what I'm saying? And we running ahead, I'm running ahead. But we, we want to learn what he says. Uh, but that's what you the bad thing about tradition, you never keep it to you. You hand it down. You give it to your sons and keep them poor. You give it to your daughters and they won't work. You hand it to your grandchildren and you keep them sick. Tradition. And and, and a lot of us, we're walking in tradition and we don't even know we're walking in in it. Why? Because we've kept it all of our life. It's what's brought us comfort. It has given us an excuse to be the the person that we are. And we don't believe God. God says, no, I'm trying to make you you well. All right? We're having a good time, aren't we? We're going to have a good time today because God's gonna break some, break some things loose out of us. That's what he been, he's been dealing with me about. I gotta change your mind, young man. Yes, he did say, young, yes, young man. What do you say, young man? <laughs> i quit hating on the brother, <laughs> just kidding with you. But it's handed down, it never stays with you. If you're hateful, just the way I am. You know you're handing it to your son. You're handing it to your daughter. And they're going to hand it to their son and daughters because, see, they saw it with you. And it goes from generation to generation. And then you wonder, I wonder, what's wrong with that boy? I wonder where he get that from. You done handed it to him. You done gave it to him. Praise God, not all, not all time, not all time, but many times. You wonder, what's going on with my child? Well, you have handed them that, that, that way of thinking. And they think it's all right, why? Because they've watched you do it. You've handed down that tradition. That which is handed down from age to age by oral communication and <clears throat> traditions can be negative or positive. And this is all, this is still in, this is still in Webster 1828. Uh, he even talked about uh, uh, 2 Thessalonians 2. It says, stand fast and hold, the Bible says, the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by word or epistle. And then he says, the negative is, why do you also transgress the commandment of the Lord by your traditions? You translate in Matthew 15:6, uh, uh, And by this. You invalidate the word of God for the sake of your uh, tradition. Matthew 15, 6 in the, uh, the, the Passion Translation, I love this. And you have elevated your tradition above the words of God. And then the message says, you cancel God's commandments. You know, the word of God is powerful. It's powerful, but it's not invasive. It will not invade your thoughts. It will not invade your will. It'll let you think what you think. And you'll miss out on so much that the Lord has, has for you because of your refusal to change. Now, look, I'm talking like I'm talking to you, but it came to me because he was saying it to me. Romans 12, 2 it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is the will of God, that which is good and acceptable. If anybody has it in the, in the, the, the Passion Translation, look at it. I'll, I'll read it to you, Passion Translation. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Everybody say, ouch. But be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. What would it do? says, this will empower you to discern God's will as you have, I'm sorry, will as you live. This is where my to- title came from, A Beautiful Life. Satisfying and perfect in his eyes. Isn't that wonderful? You now I believe the Lord has a beautiful life planned for all of us. You know what's keeping us from our beautiful life? Our thinking. Your thinking. Amen. Our thinking. The way we think. The way the, the, a, a lot of what we think is against God. <clears throat> it, it is, you know, you, you, you don't have to believe it, but it is. When God spoke into eternity before anything was created, he spoke, he said, let there be light. Or we learned it uh, uh, this way, he said, light be, and light was. You know, when God spoke uh, into eternity, in the very beginning, there was only one will, wasn't it? It was his. No problem. When he spoke, let there be light. Let trees be. Let fish, birds of the air, fish of the sea, creeping things on the earth, and you know, let the the firmament. When he said these things, was there anybody? Was there anybody that would say, "Now we ain't gonna do it"? No. (laughs) But then he made us, and the Bible says he made us in his. Image and in his likeness Do you know the same glory that he had Adam had He looked Just like God He was covered uh, He was crowned in, 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 In glory Just like God In fact the Bible says that They never knew that they didn't have on any clothes Because they were covered with the glory Of God Amen? They were crowned with glory and honor. Yes. And then the enemy introduced another will. And they succumbed. They made that mistake. They ate up the tithe tree. The tithe tree. The tree that was committed to God. And all of a sudden you got... See... Uh, uh, let me back up God made them with a free will he gave them a free will with no strings attached I'm convinced that it was his will that their will would come under his will and their will would be meshed into one that was God's plan and the enemy got to him before, before it happened. But God's plan was for their will to be just like his will. Or, to, or his will be their will and their will be his. We know it. The disciples. What did they say? Jesus, teach us to pray. First thing he said. What did he say? Let your kingdom come. Let your, Let your what? Will be done. Where? In earth. In earth even as it is, it was always God's plan. It still is. It still is God's plan that His will be done in the earth just like it is in heaven. It is His will that wherever we are, wherever we go, we make that place just like heaven. Praise God. But when the enemy came in, stay awake with me, stay awake with me, we're going somewhere. When, when, the, when the enemy came in, oh, I see you, not you. <laughs> that really makes a brother feel good, but anyway, <laughs> I don't care, I don't, this is for me. Well, <laughs> when, the, when, the enemy, when the enemy came in and he tricked him, he tricked, uh, he tricked Eve, didn't trick Adam, tricked Eve. Adam went along with him anyway, they lost what God had given them. Now you got two wills. Yes. Yes. Now you got two wills. And it's, it's, it's the way we are before we get saved. There are two wills. Praise God. There are two wills. And any time his will bump up against your will, you automatically default to your will. You know what you say? Like my granddaughter. This is what I'm going to do. I know what you said, but this is what I'm gonna do. Your will bump up against his, but then you get saved. Oh man. You get saved, man, and the God of the universe comes and lives in your spirit. Praise God. And you say, oh, you you say you, you think to yourself, oh, things gonna change. Things are fixing to be better. Cause things are gonna change. I am, say, I am say, I'm sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Things gonna change, but guess what? Very little change. Change has taken place. If we could see the miracle that has taken place on the inside of us, it's an awesome thing. It's the, it's, it's, it, it is the highest miracle that could happen here on earth. When God comes to live on the inside of man. And transform that man into a brand new person. Praise God. But it's all on the inside, guys. It's only your spirit that has changed. Now, something else got to happen. In order for things to happen on the outside, something has to happen. There has to be another change. What has to change? Your mind's got to change. Do you know most of us get saved and still think the way we used to? There go that woman. I got to have this. And we think the same. But God wants us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Say transformed. By the renewing renewing. of my mind. mind. Now, guys, listen. This may take a little time. So you got to be patient with yourself. Just like you're patient with a newborn baby, you know, or or, or a person. You got to be patient with yourself. It's going to take some time. I'm convinced, though, in my own experience, they don't have to take, it it, it will only take as much time as you fight it. It don't have to take that much time. Well, some people, it it takes a long time because they fight it every step of the way. They fight it every step of the way. I mean, praise God. You know, they, uh, but, but, but when you will yield, right, let's, let's go to the lesson. Let's go to the lesson. I'm sorry, I didn't mean I didn't to preach uh, like that because we got word for it. Romans 12, 2, don't be conformed to this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that you may prove what the will of God is—that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Stop imitating the ideas and opinions of this culture around you. Amen. Amen. I don't care what they call you. See, a lot of times we've been with the culture because we don't want them to look a certain way. Oh, who cares? Who cares? Amen. You shouldn't care. So we we've been with the culture. Praise God. Whatever the culture do, that's what we do. Whatever they say, that's what, they, that's what we say. But we're learning different, aren't we? Yes. Are, you? Yes. Are, you different? Yes. are you? Are you learning different? You, you, are you complaining about your, look. Look guys, look here. We're growing in this. There's no condemnation, no slam on nobody. You know, I'm at work this week. I know better, I know better. I know the importance of words. Sitting with one of my supervisors in the office and he was talking and what he was saying was so funny, I found myself laughing. It wasn't right. It wasn't vulgar or dirty like that, but I'm just, he was talking about one of the other employers and he wasn't blessing him, no, nothing about that. (laughs) Look, so, look, I'm, look. as I'm preaching this thing, I, guys, I'm talking it better than I, better than, I'm just gonna be on straight up, straight, I'm, I'm gonna be straight with you. I'm talking this better than I'm doing it right now, but I am doing it. I have not arrived with this, but I done left the building. Right? I done left the port. I know where I'm going, but it caught me. He was talking, and, and boy, what he was saying, <laughs> it's just so funny. When I think about it, it makes me laugh. But it wasn't right, Lewis, man. What he was saying was bad. He was talking about one of the other employees. I mean, it got over into gossip. And you know what? I was bobbing and weaving right there with him. And, and what'll happen? And what else? And what else? So what I'm saying, guys, you'll find yourself in this thing. But what do you, if you do, you repent and keep going. Get up out of there. Get up out of there and say, Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't, I I didn't, I I knew that. I know you've called me to bless and not talk about people. You called me to bless people and not curse them. I'm a blesser, not a curser. I'm a blesser. I'm a blesser. How about you? I'm a I like blessing people. I don't like talking about people. I'm a blesser. I just got a little caught up right there. Just got a little caught up. All of us do. Got a long way to go. A page I'm on um, but we get saved I'm sorry I lost my way in my notes talking too much okay uh, okay we're talking about changing our mind um, so now those same powerful creative words that spoke into our hearts. Now, there are two wills involved, ours and his, and when those two worlds fail to agree, our minds automatically default to our own will, right? Yes, sir. Unless we can retrain it. That's where we want to get to. We want to retrain our minds. And I, I talked about the fact that it might take some time, but that's, that's all right, Just, just, All of us have been there, but we have to retrain our minds. True and lasting change can only be done by the living word of God, I don't care. Guys, listen, did you hear that? I, I I know it sounds like I'm moving from one point to another, but true and lasting change, if you want true and lasting change on the inside of you, it can only be done through the word of God. Be patient with yourself, you know, give yourself, give yourself some time, but don't, but, but, but don't pet yourself. Be patient with yourself, but don't, uh, well, that's just how I am. I, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get back to it. No, be patient, but move. Keep moving with God. Keep moving with his word. Praise God. Most of what God says about you going into his, Word, I'm gonna get to my first point. You know, I hadn't gotten to my first point. Most of what, sorry, caution, most of what God says about you will most likely not even resemble you at all at first. Did you hear what I said? But you accept it anyhow. If he says you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that's what I'd be. Praise God. Maybe something you ain't quite perfect in yet. I say, everybody. In Jesus, you still the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Because I, look, I didn't say that. That's what he said. And I believe it. How about you? Amen. Praise God. If he says the blessing of the Lord make the rich and add it no sorrow, you know, I might have to, hey, can you blow me something to get some gas? Just go ahead. No, no, no slam. This is no, this is no condemnation. But realize, that's not where you're going to stay. You're going to move from this place. Praise God. So how do I change? First, I want to find my orientation in Christ. Did you hear what I said? Anytime you're going on a trip and you set your GPS, what's that first thing that thing says? Where you what? What? Where are you? No, not where you're going. They want to tell you, where you at right now? You put, your, you put where you're going in there, but, but one of the things, actually, where are you? So on your way to change, the first thing we want to do is find out what our orientation is in, in Christ, in, in God. My true position in relation to God's position, I am no longer outside of God trying to make it to God. I'm no longer outside of him trying to bridge that, fill in that gap between him. You know, trying to get him to love me, trying to get him to accept me, trying to get him to give me favor. That's not where I am anymore. I'm inside of him. You know, where we are is awesome. Therefore, if I have been raised up, this is Colossians 3, 1 through 4, therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. It says, set your mind, set, set, set. That sounds like that's an act of our what? Will. You set your mind on the things that are above, not on the things on the earth, like me sitting in that office, This past week. Uh, For you have died, and your life is His, God. When Christ, this is the NASB, New American Standard Bible, when Christ, what's it? Anybody got it? What does it say? And when Christ, what? Read it. Who is our life? Isn't that wonderful? It doesn't say when Christ, who's like our life. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Guys, let me tell you something. You want to know who you are? Look at Jesus. That's who you are. You may not look like him. I mean, look, anybody else look at you and they say, man, you're a piece of work. No, that ain't what he says. He is my life. He is my life. Praise God. Colossians 3, that was Colossians 3. When you look at God, you see who Jesus is. When you look at Jesus, you see who God is. But guess what? When you look at Jesus, you see who I am. And you see who you are, young man. Praise God. For in him, this is Colossians 2, 9 through 10, Amplified. For in in him all the fullness of deity the Godhead dwells in bodily form. Completely expressing the divine essence of God and in him you have been made what? Complete. Achieving spiritual stature stature through Christ and he is the head over all rule and authority and over every angelic and earthly power. Praise God. If he's all these things so am I. Now, I know this is just, uh, yeah, uh, oh, come on, that, that can't be me. No, you're looking at yourself in the flesh. You know, your, your flesh has to be transformed from the inside out. Yes, Don't look from the outside in. You got to look at who you already are. You see, you're already per- perfect. You're, you're already complete in him. Do you believe that? Yes. Say, I believe that. Yes. So if you, if you believe that, Everything else is lining up with what has already happened. But you got to know where you are. Praise God. Hallelujah. Galatians 2 and 20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless, what? I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the what? By the faith of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I thank the Lord for this verse. You know what it does? It takes the weight off of me. The faith that I I have is not something I'm I'm trying to crank up. It's his faith. Praise God. When I roll me over onto his faith, he starts changing me from the inside out. So if you, ch- you look, if it's taking a minute, come on, just, just keep on rolling who you are yes, right. onto him. Yes. That dead part of you, that, 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 that part of you is, that's dead, just roll it on, onto him. Praise God. Read it again in the, uh, the, the, the Passion Translation. It says, my old identity... Has been co-crucified with Messiah. Yeah. Anybody got a passage in translation? Oh yeah. Oh, dear? oh boy, boy that sister Fowler. I appreciate you, cause I, didn't give them, I she ain't give her, She don't have my notes. She just, she, she's, she's, she's fast, in a good way. But anyway, <laughs> I love you, sister Fowler. <laughs> she do it. But it says, my old identity has been crucified with Messiah and no longer lives. You know, the part of you that you mad about, you're always struggling with, it's, it's dead. It's dead, praise God. It no longer lives. For the nails of the cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life Is no longer mine. Isn't that wonderful? The essence of the uh, of this new life is no longer mine for the anointed one Jesus the anointed one lives his life through me. Now I'm I'm just we're just getting orientated here We're, we're trying to find out where we are going to change. He lives his life through me. We live in union as what? As one. Praise God. My new life is empowered. It it is empowered. It is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his life into mine. You know, I, I know this is secondhand because it hit me first, but I loved it when the Lord was talking to, the, saying this to me. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. He dispenses his life into mine. Second thing I must do, going to change. What time is it? How many? How much? Five minutes. Oh, can't do this in five minutes. I had, you know, anyway. Okay, second, second point. Stop laughing. <laughs> I must believe what God's word says about me. Amen. That's right. Now look, I told you before, the only way true change is going to take place is through his word. Oh, you can read every self-help book you want. It'll only last a little while. You can stop eating meat all you want. You know, I mean, you can stop eating meat. You know, you can, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm look, now, change is only going to take place through the constant application of his word. The, look, the consistent application. All of us start, you know, we start, oh, it's good. Two days into it. It's all right. Week into it, we can't find our Bibles. But no, a, a consistent application with this thing. Everybody says consistent. Real change comes through consistency. Praise God, His Word is right. Let me tell you something. I'm off the subject. You know, we we won't we we on page five. Uh. His word is true. Amen. Now, you can try to mix it with the world and mix it with the things of the world and mix it, and you know, and think it's going, it's going to be good. But now, it's, it's, you know, it's contaminated. If you want to change, His word is the only way it's going to do it. Yes, sir. Just plain and simple, His word, His word is what's going to do it. Um, I must believe what God's Word says about me. God's Word says some awesome things about us. He uses very definite words like all and always and every. He uses words that leave no doubt as to what he means. For instance, one of my favorite is this one. You know, when you've done what Lewis said and you've given to God, there's a word that we can hang on to a second Corinthians 9 and 8, it says, and God is able to make all grace abound to you, that always having all sufficiency in all things, in everything, you may have an abundance for every You know, when you use words like all and every and always, there's no room for, well, maybe he meant, no, he said all. So when I'm obedient with my giving, or when when I give, Lord leads me to give somebody something, and I give that to them. Look for grace. He's going to open something up for you. Something's fixing to get good for you. He promised that. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Second Corinthians 2, 14, but thanks be to God who always leads us to triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Go to 15, for we are a what? A fragrance of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Go to Galatians 3.27, these are the same things that the Lord says about us. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ, what did we do? We put on Christ, like putting on new clothes. There's no longer any Jew or Gentile, any slave or free, male or female, for you are all what? What did he say? One in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are heirs. Did you hear what I said? No, not me. Did you hear what he said? Do you believe what he said? He said you are heirs and, uh, and God's promise of Abraham belongs to you. Amen. That's wonderful, man. Let's see what he said to Abraham. Genesis 12, 2 through 3. And I will make you a great nation. Wait a minute. You can put your name right there now. In Christ, Mikey. You can put your name right there now, brother. And I will make you a great nation. I will bless you abundantly and make your name great, exalted, distinguished. I'm in the amplified. And you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. And I will bless, I will do good for benefit those who bless you. And I will curse, that is subject, that is subject to my wrath and judgment, the one who curses, despises, dishonor, and, attempt, and, and has contempt for you. And in you, what? All the families of the nation of the earth will be blessed." Galatians, I'm sorry, Proverbs, that was Galatians 12, 2, and 3. Proverbs 10, in the um, uh, New, uh, New American Standard says, It is the blessing of the Lord. You, I, I, can you tell this is one of my favorite verses? It is the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich, Killian, and he addeth no, no sorrow with it. That's what he says about me. And that's what he says about you. Yeah, know, yeah. Praise God. Amen. I accept what he says. Yes. I'm going to stop right, but I'm, I'm stopping, but I'm going to skip to the back. This is what he's talking to me. He's saying me the blessing of the Lord. No, one more thing. Isaiah 53. Yeah. Let us look at it. Put your eyes on it. Let me see. Put your eyes on it. Those of you with ailments in your body, you no longer have to accept those ailments. Did you hear what I said? You no longer have to. If you accept them now, it's because you don't have a renewed mind, and because you just, you you believe what, what your body is telling you more so than the more so than what God tells you. Because His Word. His Word. Says we don't have to accept it. Isaiah fifty three. What does it say? In the, in the Amplified. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Isn't that wonderful? He was crushed for our weaknesses, for our sins and injustice and wrongdoing. The punishment required for our well-being fell on him, and it is by his stripes, his wounds, that we are healed. He has forgiven our sins, and healed all our diseases, Keith. He's forgiven our sins and healed all our diseases, Robert. I, 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 would you believe it? That's, that's what it takes, Paul. It's just, I just got to believe this. Because that's what he says. Praise God. Now I have to decide whether I'm going to believe this. And the last thing, and I'm done. We have to start saying what he says. Just, you know, every time it rained, I, I my knees start hurt. That ain't what he say. Got it, you know, you know uh, another day another dollar. That ain't what he says. What well, high blood pressure runs in my family. That ain't what he says. No, we got to find out what God's word says. We find out who we are in him. We find out what his word says, and then we declare his word. Say, I will will. say what he say so I can have what he says I can have. That's what we have to do. We have to start saying we got to find out what he says. A lot of us are still finding out, excuse me, we're still finding out what he says. But we got to find out what he says about us. Oh, you ugly. Wait a minute, that ain't what he says about me. He says in Psalms 139, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That's what he says about me. I I don't care what you say. That's what he says. And I believe what he says. Y'all you know, just can't get along with everybody. No, that ain't what he says. He says, the love of God is shed abroad in my heart. So that's what, now if you're born again, now if you're not saved, we, we, can, we can take care of that today. But if you're saved, stop saying, look, stop saying what you see. You know what? We say what we see, it's just a little too much. Don't we? I'm, I'm, I'm done, but, but we, we say what we see. But this is what I want to learn right here. Lord, I declare what you say, I declare what you say over what I see. So that what I see will be transformed into what you say. See, the same words that said, like be, are the same words that you have on the inside of you. So when you walk into that office, when you walk into that plant, when you walk into that dealership, you say what God say, that's what's going to change things. They always cussing around here. That ain't going to change things. You find out what God says about that place. They don't like me because I'm brown. That don't matter. That ain't what God says. So I want to learn what he says about me. Do you know? Keith, man, when you walk into your workplace, Jesus walks in. When you walk into that office, that business, that plant, wherever your place of work, when you come out in your yard, you know, Jesus just walked out into the yard. You know, when I walk out in my yard, you know, doing work out in the yard, Jesus is out there. When I talk to my neighbors, Jesus is speaking to my neighbors. When I take my hand and put it on the shoulders of one of my co-workers, hey, brother, so I just, so, Jesus is touching him. Yeah. Why? I bet you better stop preaching. <laughs> but as he is, so am I in the world. His life is mine. His life is mine. Yes. Praise God, I'm sorry it took so long. But what, what I, I, want, I want us to say, in, in, in terms of going, we, 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 we do so many things trying to change our minds. And some of us like the way we think. Now, if you like the way you think, you know, the Lord will wait until you get ready. You're know, you going to bump your head some. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Look, if anything outside of God Is full of the curse. Did you hear what I said? Anything outside of God is full of death. It may look alive. She may look good. But she's full of death. Anything outside of God, you're playing, you're loving God on Sunday and dealing with death. I've been there. And you may think, oh, this is all right. Hey, this ain't hurting nobody. Wait a, wait a little while. Wait a little while. Wait a little while. But if you get his word and he start, and start speaking that thing. It, look, it may look the same for a while. But you start speaking the word. I did something. <clears throat> I did something, I jumped, or did something. And that nerve that go down the backside of your hip, what call? Sciatica. Well, that thing, man, I'm trying to tell you, couldn't sleep, couldn't lay down, couldn't sit down, get tired of standing up. I say, I ain't gonna put up with this. Went to Dr. Jeff. Dr. Jeff know everything about me now. <laughs> I'm blushing, y'all just can't see it. Dr. Jeff, man, if everybody comes, you tell my stuff to everybody, man, you know, I'm coming to see you. ain't going to do nothing, but I'm coming to see you. But I went to Dr. Jeff, you know, it's just, wasn't nothing helping. I got the word of God. Didn't I do this, baby? I get up and I just walk with it. And I just declared over that sciatica. I sit down for a minute and I lie, stand back up. And I started declaring it over that sciatica. You know, I was popping the leads, man. I was popping the leads. You know, you know what, man? I'm going to tell you, when you're in pain, <laughs> I had to tell myself I ain't going to ask nobody for no medicine. I was talking to my neighbor about it. He said, I got some such and such. I said, uh, No. <laughs> But you want to, because when you're in pain, man, the only thing you want is what? To stop. But I got the word of God, and I was declaring the word of God over that thing. I, I don't remember when it left. I'm, you know, I, you know I, I'm able to sleep. I mean, I was, I was actually down on the floor on my belly with pillows up under my, but I, I, and, and my, my dog was just right there with me. He did. Winslow, Winslow he just, he's right there with me, like, Papa, he's not feeling good. But what I'm saying, the word of God, it changed it. The word of God, it healed it. Somebody said it. it, 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 it that's, what I, that's one of my scriptures. Get off my scripture. We get on. It. But it's one of my scriptures. The word of God is medicine, health to all your flesh. Praise God. We want to learn to to first find out, believe that we're in him. We believe what he say. And then we start saying what he says. That same creative word that created the universe. It's the same creative uh, creative word that you speak to your body. I'm speaking it to my eyes now. You speak it to your body. Whatever the thing is, you speak that thing, you just continuously speak it, and then you believe it, you speak you, you and, and I believe I receive it. And watch God's words work. Praise God. I'm done. Thank you, lady. I got I got some more, but I gotta stop because my time is up.